Welcome to Five Things in a Song, which is a podcast where we discuss five things and Patrick performs a song and tries to make us cry. I'm Om76, and way over there in Colorado in his mom's basement is Patrick McGuire. Hey, everybody. Uh, oh, are you a radio DJ? Uh, I don't know. You know, I'm just trying to trying to bring enthusiasm to everything I do, including the thing that I just said. <laughs> I like that idea. I'm going to try to be enthusiastic as well, though I do have a cold. Uh, it just, I just came down with it like a few minutes ago. Like, <laughs> it was at the level where I could just be in denial about it until about an hour ago. And that now it's just been like, just runny nose, awful, awfulness. Those fucking um, germs. It's so gross. I'm so glad you don't have to be near my germs. If I have to blow my nose or sneeze or whatever, can you just ignore it? I, I can. <laughs> I can, um, you know, I'm just, I'm basically going to have to look past faults. And yeah, as, I, as a man, as a human, uh, you know, that's what you have to do sometimes. But um, I have some good news. I actually want to introduce a new uh, little section of the podcast that you don't even know about. Um, okay. And, I, and I'm hoping you're on board with it. And it's called Fan Mail. Because we got oh. we got our first. I thought you were gonna say Wells Fargo commercial. Oh, is, is that what that sounded like? <laughs> All right, let me hold on. I'm gonna retool shit here. Um, give me a second. I'm gonna go. Uh, let me think of a cool little riff here. Um, nope, that's that sucks. Hold on, give me a second. Um, fan mail. Was that a little better? I thought the Wells Fargo one was good, too. Okay, hold on. One more. One last one, and then we're going to settle on it. Okay. Fan mail. Okay, that's our... That's the winner. Okay, I'm going to read some... I'm going to read our very first bit of fan mail. Okay, this fan mail comes from Holly Atkison, and she says, Hey, I just wanted to let y'all know I really like the podcast. Y'all are funny, but also authentic, and I like that. Keep it up. Merry Christmas, Holly. Awesome. Thanks, Holly. Thanks, Holly. We appreciate it. I can't it. believe you're like a real person. I know. Um, somebody from Pakistan has just been listening to every one of our episodes. So, you know, I just want to remind everybody, no matter if you're from Pakistan or Canada or the boring old United States of America, please email us at five things in a song at gmail.com if you have a thing that you'd like us to talk about or a song that I should sing. You're taking requests? Yeah. I mean, you know, if people want to hear us talk about uh body hair or kurt vonnegut or uh ceiling fans then then we can i feel like we can tackle anything that people throw at us yeah i i I think we could do that how's your week well besides the cold it's been okay i didn't actually come as prepared which might be a good thing i want to see more off the cuff um just flying from the seat of her arm pants just in the seat of my pants and the end of my hanky. Oh, you have? Do you have a hanky? Are you kidding? No, I just have a pile of tissues. Oh, my my dad used to uh, actually still does have. He called it a kerchief or a hanky or whatever. And it's just I just don't understand the mentality of that. Instead of just kind of like, hey, I'm gonna go buy a bunch of Kleenex. He thought, hey, I'll keep a rag in my pocket that is covered with dried snot. Yeah. Well, that's what my dad used to do, too. So if I had to blow my nose in church or whatever, he'd bust out his hanky. Uh, and I was always kind of amazed at how little snot is left after all the liquid is dried out. <laughs> it's probably just little flakes. Of... Yeah, it's barely there. It's kind of awesome. 
People who have hankies just don't believe in making uh, a lot of garbage. They also don't believe in... Like a diva cup. I feel like there's a big correlation between men who have hankies and disbelief in climate change. Probably if you've got a hanky, you're going to be skeptical that the world is getting warmer. (laughs) It's kind of ironic because I was going to say a hanky is like those washable diapers and is also like those diva cups that women use that don't want to, you know, uh, soil the (laughs) landfills with feminine products. But... (laughs) The hanky guys are the only ones that actually don't care. Yeah, that's true. They're just, uh, they just value having one cloth that you put your body fluids onto from your nose. And they're distrustful of Obama. But they're keeping it real. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. So have you ever tried juicing your own vegetables? I have, yes. Yes. Do you have a juicer? I do. I got one for Christmas last Christmas. Uh, shut up. No way. Okay. I've had one for a while, and I've never really used it. But then uh, a couple of days ago, I watched this total propaganda movie about juicing called Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. It was on I Google love Plus. that movie. You what? You love it? Hell yeah. Yeah. The Australian dude, right? <laughs> yeah. He's so charming. Well, Total propaganda movie, right? Yeah, but I don't know. It just was so gratifying to see him get all skinny and confident. I just loved it. Oh, yeah. I, I liked it. I liked watching the truck driver uh, get healthy. That was nice. That was cool. So so because they were just drinking this juice, the main reason I started getting excited about it was that it looked so tasty. It does. And I have not the greatest juicer and um, busted it out, bought some beets, carrots, cucumbers and apples shoved them in there it was really fun made a lot of noise and out popped like the weirdest color (laughs) you know it almost looks like body fluids (laughs) because it's frothy and shit Uh uh-huh yeah it's like it's like it looks like a parfait because it's layered depending on whichever vegetable you go first so like if you put in your carrots first to get that nice orange layer and then you get the beets layer then you get the green layer it's kind of so it's kind of nasty looking but it is really tasty. It is. I, I remember, though, I uh, when I made it, uh, what happened was I got a bunch of vegetables, and there was a recipe, but I didn't have the attention span to read the entire recipe, and so I bought a bunch of vegetables. And in my thought process, processes, I just thought, hey, I'll just put some kale in here and other green things and an apple, and I just inadvertently put a shitload of ginger in there, like... Uh, and I always funny because you think I'm a ginger, but I put a, I put too much ginger in there and then I drank it and I was like, Ugh! like it, uh, it was, I don't know, maybe ginger ten- made you barf. It didn't make me barf. It just was just extremely hard to stomach. It was, uh, far too much ginger for one man to put in his mouth. Yeah. They say a thumb sized amount. I didn't, I, my recipe called for ginger as well. And I just didn't include it because fuck ginger. Right. Yeah. Well, why do you say that? <laughs> You know, the port can you know what? Okay, you want to talk about juice, but I want to talk about why do the ginger people get discriminated against the poor ginger people? Yeah, I I don't really have anything against gingers, but I do enjoy making fun of them. And I also have a problem with the, the word ginger being associated with redheads because ginger is a light yellow color mm-hmm. and it's Asian. So I feel like you should call Asians gingers. Or people who are like light yellow, you know, white people gingers. 
There's no, there's nothing orange about Ginger. At yeah, all. yeah, that's that's weird. There was a um, a woman named Ginger on Gilligan's Island who had red hair. That could be it. I got to tell you a story. Last year we went on this, uh, I don't know, month long tour. Uh, after a heavy, heavy, heavy night of drinking in New York City, we went to Washington D.C. and we didn't have a show that night. And I just kind of thought, okay, we got to get into this house, and I want to go to sleep immediately because I'm really hungover. And these two, no joke, probably prettiest girl girls I've ever seen were waiting at this house, and somehow we were couch surfing with them. I don't even know how we we set that up. And one was this Guatemalan girl, and she was just incredibly gorgeous. And her friend was kind of a brat. Like, they kind of pressured us into drinking, even though we were really hungover from the night before. And this one girl was trying to get me to, not the Guatemalan girl, the other girl. She was trying to get me to take shots. She was like, come on, you ginger. You got to take a shot or whatever. And I was like, ugh. And then her friend, the Guatemalan, she's like, she's like, I love the ginger people. I want a red-haired baby. And then I was like, oh, my <laughs> God. Go. Bingo. And the rest of the night, she was, I don't know, she wasn't kidding. She liked red-haired people. And so we were dancing and I was like, all right, this is working for me. This is this is fine. So I don't I don't know if you could produce a red haired baby. I yeah, I could produce any baby I want. What do no, you mean? You can't. Yes, no. I can. You don't get to choose. Uh I feel You're I not feel like enough. if I had fifteen to twenty babies, I think three of them would have bright red hair and the rest would be I don't know. They would all have gorgeous hair. Depends on the mom, you know. That, 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 that does depend on the mom, but there would be a few different mothers in the mix. If you have an African-American mom, the chances of having a red-haired baby go down. Yeah, but my baby would be cool as shit. You got to admit. <laughs> right? Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? I like how at some points you're just like, I'm not a ginger. But then when I started telling you that you weren't ginger enough, you started getting offended at that as well. I only want to be a ginger if there's a hot Guatemalan girl wanting to make a baby with me. I don't even want to make a baby. I just she would like. She thinks that you have your own country. She called you the ginger people. <laughs> like you're your own ethnicity. You come from a tribe. I mean, I guess you do, technically. I do. Originally. <laughs> yep. Should have left him there. Hey. That tribe. Whoa. <laughs> I don't. You know, I don't know if it's your cold or something, but you got some. Some spunk, lady. And I, I'm hoping you ramp it down. Oh, why? Did I hurt your feelings? Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. No, you didn't. Uh, so I would like to talk about name association. And specifically, have you ever dated or had a, a friend with a certain name and then now every time you meet a new person with this name you can't get rid of the association um not that i can think of i'm sure that's happened all right i'm bringing this up because at one point i believe it was two years ago i'm not going to use the real name here but uh let's say the name beth so at one point Oh, just, I was, let's pull that out of the air. Yeah, just it's not Beth, but but the but this name that I'm thinking of, every other girl is seemingly named this name right now. It was like in the mid '80s that uh, every uh, parent was like, "Let's name our daughter this." So Jennifer. it's not. Nope, nope. I'm not going to tell you. Uh, so Beth, Jessica. Uh, nope. Stop. Stop it. So <laughs> at one <laughs> at one point uh, two years ago. I was hanging out, 
not at the same time, but right after each other. Well, a little bit at the same time towards the end, but with three Beths. And so there was Beth 1, Beth 2, Beth 3. And the first Beth was uh, really funny, really quirky. I had a crush on her for a long time. Like we kissed at New Year's, one of those things. And I was really hoping it was going to work out. So I was trying to make it happen. And that was going on, off and on. And then the, the second Beth uh, lived in Austin, Texas. And we kind of hung out during South by Southwest. And But we didn't meet down there. We met through Instagram, which if you can believe it, that actually happened. Uh, and then the third Beth was just this super ditzy kind of like girl that uh lived up here in denver and we hung out for a little while and she was just kind of silly and drank a lot and uh yeah so now every time again it's not really beth but every time i think of this name like i just could never date or hang out with another girl with this name because there's so much baggage so yeah and at one point i was at a party what? I th- but all of these women that you describe sound like okay people no, they're not bad people. None of them were bad. It was just there's just too much history there. I can't start. I can't do a Beth four. That's too many Beths. Sure, you can. You're already on a roll. Just keep going. More, more Beths. No, on. I'm resigning from Beths. On. Now, actually, it's funny because we keep saying Beth. I actually would like to date a Beth. I think it's a cute name. But the other name, no, I'm not gonna. Nope. Um, at one point, we were there was this party, and I was hanging out with Beth three. And Beth 1 and Beth 2 kept texting me, and I was getting all confused, and I felt really guilty and like a doucher. Okay, so how did this confusion end up happening? You say you're getting all confused, and you ended up looking like a doucher. What exactly happened? I wasn't confused. I just felt bad that I was hanging out with Beth 3, who I was never, I never really had feelings for Beth 3, but we, we hung out. And then Beth 2, me and her were still... You know, trying to, I mean, I knew nothing was ever really going to permanently happen because she lived in Texas, but I still liked her. I thought she was a good lady and I still miss her from time to time. She's, she's really cool. Uh, but I was trying to make it happen with Beth one and that was just never going to happen. And I was back then too naive to see. And so I kept juggling all the Beths and I just, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't have felt bad, but I just, I did. And I was actually picture, literally picturing you juggling Beths. And I think, I think, you know, when you get really good at juggling, you can just add in more Beths as, as you're juggling, you know, <laughs> you have three in the air and then you grab a fourth. I can't, in the air. I can't, you know, what? if it if, if, if it's, if it was the sort of thing that I met another Beth again, it's not, her name is not Beth, but if I met another Beth, are you, are you afraid that I'm confused about that? Cause I mean, you keep mentioning that. No, but I feel like if there's a listener named Beth and she's like, God, this guy's a dick. He's talking about me. <laughs> God, Beth, calm down. He's not talking about you. Yeah. Shut up. Don't lose it, Beth. That's not the real girl's name. Uh, I can't do another one unless it was the sort of thing that I thought, okay, I can't be without this girl. I've got to be with Beth for, and I would never tell her, and then I would delete this podcast, and she would never know about it. <laughs> My next topic is colds, and that sounds super boring, but I just wanted to ask you, what would you cancel in the event of you having a cold? 
I actually came down with a cold on Christmas Eve. And it was funny because remember when we were talking about Mucinex and how that if there was a little yep, person. I thought about that today. Yeah. About how I want to kill all those little booger people living inside of my body and I want to have them like totally uh, genocided. <laughs> well, you know, while I'm sympathetic to a little mucus man with a tank top uh, with a gravelly voice, you know, those little fuckers have been bothering me all week. And so what would I cancel, though, if I had a cold, which I did this week? I didn't cancel anything because I can't really afford to. And this sort of cold was the kind where you're fine in the day and then at night you just sound horrible and you cough up along and then you wake up and then you cough for a while and then you're good. But I mean, one of those colds where you have, you know, it's like an all day cold and you have a headache and you feel horrible. I would cancel if it was really bad. I would cancel my music lessons or band practice or or a show. What uh, about a date? Uh, totally depend. Actually, I I went on a date with the cold a while ago, but I told the girl not not this time. I had a cold like a month ago, but I told her the whole situation. So I wasn't like I want to hang out with this girl and I don't care if she gets sick. She was a she was a nurse, and I was like I'm sick. I mean, I'd love to hang out, and she's she still wanted to hang out. You know, I was just thinking about how if you're going on a date with somebody and you're you've got like a runny nose and you're it's all like you have to blow your nose a lot and you're coughing and you're all red in the face. It's not really like a great impression that you're leaving on this person. Well, is it is it a blind date or is it a date the a girl or is it a person that you've seen been seeing for a while? Um, let's say it's a some it's it's not a blind date, but it's someone kind of new and you're still making you're still making your impression. It's funny because it it would all depend on that person. If I knew things weren't going that well and I was not psyched about, you know, I had no real prospects of or no real uh, hope. Why are you of, even going on a date with this person if that's how you feel? Because sometimes you do that. Sometimes you sometimes, sometimes you do that. Oh, hey, OK, that's that's what I'd like to call an accusation. OK, that's um, what I'm getting out of this. this things are not clear cut, are they? Sometimes you sometimes you have to feel things out and sometimes uh sometimes, sometimes you go on dates with people you already don't like <laughs> i do a lot of things okay Apparently. Uh, <laughs> uh it just depends if if i was really really psyched to see them i would say hey i have a cold but i'd love to see you but i don't want to get you sick what do you think yeah that's what i would do and then if the girl looked like a bird and i knew i was gonna fall asleep you know which has happened to me on a date before then I would say, hey, I'm not feeling so hot. Let's talk next week. And then inevitably... What do you mean she looked like a bird and you knew you would fall asleep? That's the weirdest combination of phrases I've ever heard. Because I went on a date with a woman two months ago, and she looked somewhat bird-like, and by the end of the day, I was nearly asleep in my chair. You were sleeping because she was not sexually enticing to you. No. The bird the bird thing and the sleep thing are different. Oh, she ha- I thought she you were... Ha- th- she happened to look. <laughs> she happened to look like a bird, which is one thing. I was not super into how she looked, because the bird. I mean, as much as I love birds, I'm a bird enthusiast. Uh, I I was not into her, and but it wasn't even that. It was just she was boring as hell. So I how did you end up on a date with her if she was all if she was boring and you weren't attracted to her? Okay, Cupid, baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> now now I. Get it was it. a blind date. It wasn't like I been on four dates with her and then i was like you look like a bird now and i'm going to go to sleep because you're boring and shit (laughs) (laughs) no that was that was the first date and it was the sort of thing 
that you know the drink like we both get drinks and then you know the drinks are getting low and i'm kind of like all right cool cool just just get you know just get out of here you don't want to be here it's, it's okay you don't have to get the second drink and she's like do you want to get a second drink and i was like sure because i'm a tool bag and i'm too nice I like the idea that anyone who looks like a bird is just going to send you directly into slumberland. <laughs> <laughs> she wi- she like makes a little bird noise and I just go, oh, <laughs> let's fall asleep on the table. No, unre- unrelated things. She looked like a bird, which is one thing. I don't know. A girl who looks Sorry, like a bird. Sorry, Ashley. You look like a bird. There's, Her name was no, Ashley, right? No, it was not Ashley. We're getting, we're getting confused here. Um, I don't know what her name was. I forgot. I, I, I do not remember. But I'm not saying that every girl who looks like a bird isn't good looking. You know what I mean? Some of them look good. But she just, it just was not my thing. She was, she was just the overall just kind of boring. So I, I felt, think, you know, if you look like a chicken McNugget, that's sexy. Unless you're a vegetarian like me. <laughs> now, if she looked like some, like a bowl of pho with tofu in it, I would be like, shit, girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. hell yeah. So, um, what do you call your mom or your dad's uh, sister? Grandma. Oh, uh, aunt. <laughs> okay. Now that's funny. Can I, can you spell aunt for me? Oh, are you gonna say it because it 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 um it's spelled like flaunt? It should be pronounced like aunt. Yes, yeah, so that's because exactly what I'm gonna like, say. There are probably like a million English words that are spelled the same or no, pronounced differently. Yes, not that are. many. Yes, there are. Okay. There's a million. When when I put on my pants every day, it's called P-A-N-T, right? Now, if there's a U in there, I would say I'm wearing pants, okay? <laughs> my, as my dad used to say, it's your auntie cookie, not an ant. An ant crawls in the ground. That's, your, that's my sister. So I'm wondering why, where this came Wait, from. her name is Cookie? Auntie Cookie, yeah. Yeah, isn't a cookie something that you eat? How, can we please not get into semantics here? That's my, that's my aunt we're talking about. Okay. You're not going to win this with me. That's my father's sister. No, we I am going to win it because there's a U and you just ignore the U. You how just do you, dis- how, the... how do you pronounce the word bear? Bear. Okay, how do you pronounce the word beard? Beard. Yeah, what you wish. <laughs> hold on a second. Yes, there there's things like that, but this there is are where hold a on. A million things like that and this You're is completely of them. ignoring the U in this word. It just makes more sense for it to be called aunt than aunt, right? Am I right? Well, I mean, then in the word bear, we should say beer because there's an E and it's we just say it as if there isn't one. But what about tear? It's the same thing. It mm-hmm. just, there's little things. We just but ignore I'm, the E. What you're not addressing is my complaint where you're completely not, you're not, you're, you're ignoring the U. You're taking the U out of it I'm and you're calling it I'm saying that yes, I am ignoring the U. But that's only one letter out of millions and billions in the English le- language that we ignore. Do you know how much weight the U carries in this language? In our alphabet, the U, that vowel, carries. Okay? You just, you can't ignore it. It's aunt. It's not aunt. I would and, say, ah, aunt. Uh, <laughs> I just, but I just wonder what, as a culture, why the fuck do we say aunt instead of aunt? Because I'm the weird one here. I'm in the minority. And whenever I'm in pop culture, whenever I'm in the world and I hear somebody say aunt, I'm kind of like, yeah, we, we know what we're talking about. Everybody else, they're assholes. 
And maybe uh, you're, it's because you're a foreigner. I'm not a foreigner. Or is this the ginger thing again? Yeah. No, I belong here, okay? You're from a separate tribe of people. No, and guess what? We're not, again, this podcast has listeners from all around the world. We're not talking about America here. We're talking about we're globally, internationally, what people relate to as as people, as a people of the world, okay? What are you even talking about right now? I think... You've lost me. No, uh, and I won't rest un- okay. until there's a culture, there's a shift in culture. There's a lot of people who can't pronounce my name, and there's an H in there to make the the A long. Maybe it should have been Aunt A H N T. Amnst. People think it's really hard. Like they they don't want to pronounce my name because they're afraid they're gonna mess it up, as if it doesn't rhyme with the first word they ever said. Yeah. As an infant. Um, I agree with you. People are dumb as hell. All I'm saying is jump on board with my belief system. Wanting to say aunt instead of aunt. Your your argument makes sense. You It's just however your parents told you to say it when you were like very little. So you believe everything your parents told you still to this well, day? Well, if they pronounce a word, except for my dad says sorry, because he's from North Dakota. And I will never say sorry. That's for Canadians. <laughs> oh, I love that. What part of North Dakota is he from? I think he was born in Fargo. Oh, and- man. Fargo. He, he didn't live there very long. He just picked up Sori and then he left. Sori. <laughs> uh, so, so you're just gonna keep saying Ant? Yeah, forever. That fucking sucks, dude. Dude, I know. Um, what do you do when you're at like a really shitty movie, like in the theater? Uh, the last shitty movie I was in was The Hangover Three. And I just grinned and bared it, you know? Yeah. But even um, even if I'm not out in public, I'll still just, on Netflix, I'll just watch it till the end. Just really? because, yeah, I'll just, I don't know. I'll just basically be a martyr, a viewing martyr. Last night I was in the theater watching a movie, and it was the worst. And I was just, like, waiting, praying for it to get better. And I just, at some point, you just knew it wasn't going to after 30 minutes, you kind of realize this is just a bad movie and there's, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> what movie was it? Uh, it was called Wrong Cops. It was supposed to be a comedy, but in the theater, it only got two laughs out of anyone. Ooh. Two! Is it, a, is it like a local L.A. thing or is that a real movie? Um, it was at the Cine Family, which is kind of like an art house theater, but I don't think it was... The movie wasn't intended to be an art house movie. It's just where it's at right mm. now. It's hard in L.A. It's hard to criticize anything in L.A. because someone that you know might have worked on it. And they'll hear you and they'll get mad at you and hate you forever. What should we do? What do you mean? Probably edit out the part where we say what movie was it. No, I'm going to say it. I don't have an entertainment career to try to hang on to. Well, but I just don't want enemies of this podcast trying to take us down. Oh, I see you're scared of our enemies again. Yeah, I've got the three Beths who are actually not named Beth. They're out to get me. I'm like that guy who tries to not make enemies and I just end up making a bunch of enemies. I'm your enemy now because I don't say the word I don't say the word ant properly. No, you're my adversary. You know, at night I'll just kind of be like, God, if you're there, I don't really believe in you, but if you do, please convince Om to be reasonable and notice the you in words. <laughs> so what's your song this week? Alright, my song this week is Helicopter by the band Deer Hunter. Mm. 
Okay. Take my hand and pray with me. My final days in company. Devil now is come for me. With helicopters circling the scene. And I inside my cave I'm tired of my pains lovely thank you yeah that's uh that's been one of my favorite songs for a long time this has been five things in a song i'm om 76 i'm patrick and you should check us out on facebook facebook.com slash five things in a song also if you like the songs that i play check out soundcloud.com slash five things in a song and you can hear and download all the songs that i've done on this podcast yeah you should do it it's good have a good night i mean have all right, have a goodbye. good whatever, okay? Yeah, have a great have a great existence. <laughs> Enjoy it. Farewell. Thank you for listening to Five Things in a Song. This episode was produced by Om76. All songs written and performed by Patrick McGuire, except Helicopter written by Bradford Cox and Deer Hunter. Please leave us a review on iTunes. That would be awesome. Thanks.